0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guest's host, Coda Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today we have on a wonderful guest. We have on Brent Peoples, the artist from DC Comics, Marvel Comics, his own books, of course, too, on Kickstarter, and so much more. Brent and I talk about some really, really cool shit. We talk about stuff that, you know what, if you're an aspiring creator, you're really gonna love and enjoy what we have to talk about today. Because, boy, (laughs) you really are gonna enjoy it, because... Take heart and take notice of it because if you are an inspiring creator, then you are definitely going to really get some good notes here, I should say. Really get some good hard hitting points, you know, inspiration, motivation. Uh, we talk about the hustle of being a creative in comics, especially as an artist. We talk about much, much more Harley's as well, and, you know, working with Rob Liefeld and a few other things too. So overall, I don't want to, I'm trying not to spoil anything. I try not to spoil a lot of shit when we do these intros. But if you guys do enjoy this podcast episode and you're here for Brent, or maybe you enjoy it and stay, Stay tuned for more episodes where we cover news but mostly we do a uh, little fun guest uh, interviews but i like to call them conversations with fun people from all across comics so make sure you guys subscribe to whatever you're listening to this podcast on whatever the platform and then of course i'm on twitter at dakota morgan 3 and instagram at dakota underscore morgan 97 and on twitch rex 97 and youtube dakota morgan if you want to stay in touch with all the animal stuff i do nerd stuff i do um, other uh, new episodes keep in touch with those loads and loads of possibilities for you guys so yeah Without further ado, though, I think we can go ahead and get started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done like a long intro like this. But all right, folks, you know the drill. Let's get into my talk with Brent. All right, yep. We are recording. Brent, good man. Welcome to the show. It's been an honor to finally have you here. We've been working on a while to get it, but you know what? We did it. We did it. We, we did finally it. did it. Um. Now you said you're making lunch. What are you making exactly? I'm just I'm just curious because we we had David Harbor on. Uh, not David Harnborough. We had a we had a somebody on from Supergirl a little while ago, and I cannot remember who. I'm drawing. They're gonna kill me for this, but he was making um he was making steaks. So, oh, okay. <laughs> he was like uh, grilling out on the steaks.
1: <laughs> no, I uh, right now I'm making like a breakfast pizza on a pita bread. Ooh. Uh, so I'm vegetarian. I have been for uh three almost three years, but I okay. also. I also do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat until noon, so it is now my time to eat, so I eat from I eat from noon to eight, and that's all the food I consume in a day, and then um, then I fast for the next you know whatever that is uh, sixteen hours and uh, yeah, so I'm making it's just. Eggs, it'll be eggs and some cheese and a of bread with some tomatoes on it. And I'll bake it and eat it. It'll be delicious.
0: Nice. I, I mean, you're doing way better of a diet than me. I might have some Pop Tarts this morning, so you're doing pretty good. Stand <laughs> <laughs> better than yeah. me. And wow. wow. So, so vegetarian, huh?
1: Kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, vegetarian. Yeah, it's tough. I've got kids every Friday. We do Donut Friday, and I, I miss out. I miss uh, out. Oh,
0: oh they're, they're not vegetarian, nuts. really?
1: No, the kids aren't. I uh I'm the only one in the household that eats strictly vegetarian. Oh. Uh, so every every day I'm making, you know, two dinners. I'm making my dinner and then, you know, my my lady, she'll she'll eat uh she'll eat vegetarian with me, but um mm. uh, I'll uh but you know, she'll still eat meat also. So <laughs> just depending on what I'm making that night, you know, I'm making I'm making my dinner at least for me and then and then a second dinner for the, the rest of the family.
0: That's true love because she's like, I don't want my lover to to be alone in his better dietary needs. I'll, I'll make sure he I'll eat with him. That's that's some true love right there.
1: Yeah, she's, she's pretty
0: awesome. Oh, man. Well, you are definitely a busy guy to say the very least here. So you've been working, it seems, would you say nonstop? I mean, it's like a lot of people that I've been talking to recently. A lot of folks are having a lot of crazy deadlines at the moment. And you got hit by those too, right?
1: Yeah, deadlines have been nuts. Especially this year, Um, I worked on a lot of different projects. This year, I mean, I've been working in this industry for a long time, and I've been fairly busy up until um, you know, especially from about 2015. I think that was my first DC work, Um, and I stayed pretty consistent with Marvel and DC um, during that time frame. And then COVID hit, and I was actually not busy at all when COVID hit, um, and The comic industry suffered um because of printing issues and 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 all that kind of stuff um it slowed down for me i don't know if that was you know i know some people didn't have that problem Um, i did so i had to look for work elsewhere i was doing uh storyboarding and and things like that Um, but yeah since i would say since things started kind of opening back up and picking back up i don't know last Last August or September, it's been pretty nonstop. I might have a couple two or three weeks here or there, you know, where yeah. I, I finish up something and then I don't have anything for two or three weeks or um but for the most part, yeah, it's and, and deadlines have been fairly nuts. Um, you know, the last deadline I just finished wasn't actually going to be a stressful deadline, uh, but um because of not uh, things not under my control, just, you know, uh, schedules for editors and and New York Comic Con was there and all these mm-hmm. kinds of things. It just became a shorter deadline. But, you know, they they gave me more time to do the book. It's not like they they said, well, screw you. But, um, you know, they said, no, we'll make it work. Um, so, yeah, the there but there's been some hellacious ones. I think there's one I had to do five pages, pencils and inks in two days to help out, and you know, they, they called and said, Hey, can you help us out on this thing? And I was like, Yeah, I'll get it done. So,
0: wow, there's no denial, too. You're just like, I'll just go right into it. It's all, is it always kind of a yes, anyway? Or is it just,
1: um, I, no, I mean, I've, I've had times where I'm like, you know, I can't, you know, I can't do that much or, or I'm going to need more time. Um, you know, if I think, depending on, you know, I will ask if it's, I'll say, you know, what are the pages, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it's, if it's a lot of, high detail and, you know, super detailed backgrounds and stuff like that, um, then it's gonna be, you know, I'm gonna need more, more time. I just was talking about this the other day. I'm just not as fast as I used to be when I was, you know, even, even seven years ago. Uh, you know, I could knock stuff out pretty quickly, but I think just as one, as you get older, you're just not as fast um seven years isn't a lot of time but it's it's a lot of time and then you know as you grow as an artist and you get better and better and better even if it's minute um it just takes you longer you know yeah oh yeah yeah you know and and there's been times where i've had to tell them yeah i can get it done but i'm gonna have to you know kind of kind of cheat it a little bit to make it done, you know, so I'm gonna have to cut this out or I'm gonna have to cut that out. And they're they're understanding it, that kind of stuff.
0: But that's good. I mean good art takes time though. That's the damn thing. And people seem to forget that too. Like there's people who I've met uh, over the years and even shit to this day, there's people who are not like, oh I, I want to get this scene from an artist. And they want it done within two days and it's this big huge detailed piece. Like what the fuck what what? Like, well you yeah. know i'm paying them a little bit of money people don't understand art takes a long time like a very long time to finish it
1: and, does it does oh. take, it does take its time and you know i've got you know when covid hit um i ran a sale on commissions uh to help pay the bills yeah and yeah. Um, and and i took you know i think it was it was right around yeah i mean it was it was early i guess early co or maybe late COVID, but whatever it was it was like it was well over a year ago mm-hmm. and um i just got an influx and i was only going to take so many but people kept asking i was like well this is going to help set me up for a while and um and so i just took as many as i could get thinking that i was going to get through everything pretty quickly and um then things started opening back up and i started getting work and then i got behind and i got behind and and, you know i'm usually pretty good with letting people know if they you know if they ask me what's going on hey i just got this deadline or hey i'm working on it you know things like that yeah and i post as i get commissions done i post out there online you know here's another one done here's another one done so people know i'm working on the list but i think what people don't also understand is that you know if i can get two commissions done in a day that's great but I've still got, you know, I've still got kids and I've got a family and I've got a life, too. We're not just sitting at the desk 24 hours a day. Yeah, drawing.
0: yeah that's it. And th- I don't know where the mentality came in that people who are don't have any aspect of what it's like working in the comic book industry, that the artists are always there. Like there's I don't understand where that's coming from. Like, shit, when I had some of my books coming out we had my artist, you know, he was out for a couple weeks because he, one, got COVID and you're not going to fucking want to do any artwork when, you, when you're when you sick, um, deathly sick. So, yes. uh, you know, something like that happened. Or it's like, oh, we got delayed by a week. And people like, what happened? Uh, Well, it's called, he. my artist got mugged. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out his life right now because I stole his wallet. Like, fucking yeah. shit happens.
1: And it's just yeah, this and, whole and thing. It does. I mean, I went through, you know, I went through when, you know, post COVID or, or I guess towards the end of, of the lockdown stuff, I don't know if you know, even if we're post COVID people still bring it up, but, um, but, you know, I went through, um, some serious, uh, personal stuff, um, that took a lot of time and, 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 uh, dealt with me, uh, mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just a culmination of a lot of things where, there were days where it was hard for me to, you know, I kind of dealt with some depression too, so it's hard uh, because you know you're behind, and it keeps stacking up and stacking up, and you don't want to let these people down, but at the same time, it's like you're trying to do your own life, and you're trying to do, figure out your stuff, and then it just, it's like a snowball effect.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what though, Brent, it's it called being human.
1: That's <laughs> really mm-hmm. what it is. Holy shit, like, it's definitely just
0: being human, and I, I don't know what's even, like, writers facing it too every now and They're like, well, you should have this script on like, Stuff happens. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Like life gets in the way. You know how you have those ratchet bugs. Like you just mentioned. Like you know, depression can kick in. You just just don't know what could happen. Like there's days where, um, creative work on my end of things. You know, my when this isn't creative work's not my main job. Like I work as in an animal animal ambulance slash uh, doing animal crimes. It's my main job, but that pays the bills. So you know, there's right. days where I come home and I'm just like, oh fuck it. I ain't. I can't mentally. I'm done checked out you know you've seen a bunch of crazy crap gore and all you're done it's over like you know what there's people like well you're supposed to be working on this tonight do you want good product or do you want like really bad things because there's i told them like this is what happened they're like oh yeah take take a day or two
1: and you always you know it always happens at the worst time you have something happen where you're like i'm on a deadline or i'm really cooking and then you know a kid breaks her arm or you know um you know, and then and then you get a flat tire and now you got to take care of, you know, all of a sudden your day's gone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I work from home. So, you know, me me calling the lady and saying, hey, you know, I I need to uh, have you take off from your office job, you know, seems a little unfair. When yeah, happens, A little bit. <laughs> I can just get knocked out like her boss isn't going to, you know, her my boss isn't going to fire me if I don't work today, you know, and don't show up to the office like hers might. So it's just, that's it. Uh, yeah, it always, things always happen to get in the way. Then all of a sudden your whole day is gone or that day you just can't draw. Like you try, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've done it where I've been sitting, working through, you know, even, even working on a commission and, and you get a piece halfway done or almost complete and you look at it and just, this is total shit and you just rip it up and start over. Oh no. (laughs) Just forget how to draw a face that day. It's just something you've been doing for, you know, getting there 15 years, and you can't do it that day. It's weird.
2: Hello? Brent, can
0: you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Okay, all right, good. There we go. I was just saying, like, you know, we should let people know that hey, we're not all sad all the time. We do have vices and we do have shit that makes us happy and we do enjoy what we do. We should make that clear, yep. you know. We do I mean,
1: we definitely 15- definitely enjoy what we do.
0: Absolutely. I absolutely. And you know, you said you just said it like 15 years you've been doing it?
1: Um probably roughly, let me see. Well, maybe it's maybe it's pushing I guess it's pushing 13 years now. My very first Oh man. My very first published work uh, came out in 2009, um, so I got that would have gotten the gig about this time in 2009. So pushing 13 years professional um, doing this, and then previously to that for two years, I started. I started trying to get into the industry at 27. So Ooh. that would have been two. Yeah, 2007 is when I started trying to get into the industry. So two years worth of samples and and doing that kind of thing, and hustling and making convention and showing portfolios and and doing all that and uh, then yeah my first gig two thousand nine and then yeah,
0: wow well, two thousand seven like it's that seems like a totally different planet of trying to hustle in a comic book
1: industry back then. Oh yeah, well it was you know because back then you know it was different. Now you have all these platforms. You have Instagram and you have. Uh, you know, Facebook and, and, um, whatever, you know, Twitter and all these other, all these other, uh, avenues and you have comicsology. you can self do your, you know, self publish your own book. You can do Kickstarters and GoFundMes and, and, and Patreon, all these different ways to get yourself seen and, and known back then, you know, Twitter was just coming out, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Facebook, Facebook was just really starting to hit. So um, you know, I remember that, you know, that's when we would, we would type, you know, Brent Peoples is feeling hungry right now, like on your Facebook post, you know what I mean? It wasn't like all the (laughs) stuff we do now, like, um, and so back then hustling for a job, it was, you know, I would do the, I would, I would do samples and, and I would take them to any local store signing. If somebody was having a store signing, I would go and, and show my portfolio to those artists or writers. And then I would you know, go hit the a local convention and then I would, you know, see if my parents had uh, miles on their, you know, uh, you know, air, air, air miles. Oh, damn. Take a flight and go to, you know, I went to, to WonderCon for a day just to show my portfolio. Like I flew in that morning, ran a car, drove damn. up, showed the portfolio and then flew back the next morning. Well, um, wow. Wow. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah
0: oh fuck did you all right you have to say though did it work out in the end or no
1: oh yeah it seems to have worked out so far
0: well i meant that WonderCon one of like that day did it did it work out showing your portfolio like flying all the way out there
1: um i don't know i mean i think it it, it didn't give me a job damn Um, okay but it was it was it was good uh you know all of it all of it it makes it work out because you know it's you talk to this person and you talk to that person and you get this critique and you get this knowledge and you get this information and it's just every little bit of it helps you grow you know um uh, me and cully hamner still well i joke with cully um about this a lot he was one of the first people i ever showed my portfolio to uh really? here in town and he was um he was looking through it at a store signing he was looking through it and he was like you know he was like you're drawing, he goes, I can tell, see what you're drawing, but that's not what it looks like. He's like, you just got to learn to draw stuff better. And he wasn't being <laughs> a jerk. He wasn't being a jerk. He was being, you know, he was just saying, you got you to learn how to, to to, draw these things to look the way that they're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. You know, use a reference. Don't rush through it. Do whatever you need to do to make it look like it's supposed to look. And I tell him, I tell him all, you know, I give him a hard time all the time about it. Every time we, talk, we see each other, I bring it up. Yeah, he just told me I need to learn how to draw better. He's like, I didn't say that. I was like, you did. <laughs>
0: But it's like yeah. a, the context and the meaning of it though we're different. But outside, people are like, "Oh, that asshole!" But internally, yeah. it's like, well, "No, he's
1: actually a sweet guy." Yeah, he's a super sweet guy, and I just I, I do it to mess with him. But it's true, you know. And and there was a day where, you know, the those the very first person I ever showed my portfolio to, uh, or the first two people were uh, Mark Brooks and Jaime Mendoza. Oh. That was the very first time I ever showed my portfolio. You um, know, sample pages, and I showed them to Mark, and. Uh, You know, I was able to stay in contact with Mark as as time went on. And then I was at San Diego. I went to San Diego. um, And one year and was going to go out there and conquer comics. And uh, showed my portfolio and I was just getting ripped to shreds. You know, it wasn't going the way it was. I was hoping it was going to go and I was just defeated. And I went by Mark's table and was talking to him and he was like, look, man. You know, it was just very blunt. Uh, you know, very blunt and honest. He was like, he was like, you're either want to do it or you want to quit. He's like, if you mm. want to do it, then take what they say and get better. He goes, this is this is part of it. You know, they're not being they're not being dicks. They're just telling you you got to get better. So you either spend the time to get better or you quit. And if yeah. you're gonna quit, then it's not for you because this industry is hard. Like it's easier to break into comics than it is to stay in the comics. Like no questions asked, uh, especially now, you have all these platforms. Um, but once you're in, I mean, you know, if you're not hitting your deadlines and you're not producing good work and you're not uh, cultivating relationships and, and, and staying on your hustle and staying hungry, uh, you'll fall out of the loop real, real quick, you know? Mm. And there's, I mean, you're now competing against, you know, when you're breaking in, you're competing against everybody else trying to break in. When you break in, once you're in comics, you're competing against all these professionals that have been doing it and killing it and making a living at it. You know, I'm I'm not competing against Steve next door to me, who's trying to break into comics, too. I'm competing against Mark. I'm competing against all my peers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So...
0: Man. I mean yeah. that's a that's a big nature of the creative business, no matter what it is. I mean, it's the same shit in the film industry, man. I worked in there for years and many different jobs behind the scenes and on camera work and it's yeah. always a hustle. Like I think that's a four years of doing this damn show. And one of the big things is no matter who we have on, is you always have to fucking be able to adapt yourself and be able to change because you go in with what you know and what you have, but you have to be able to adapt and change and evolve because if you don't like it. You said it, you just, you quit because, and if you quit and if, what was it? There was a friend of mine. She was, uh, it was an acting coach. Actually, it was a voice acting coach, but acting teacher was a voice acting teacher. Did did it years ago. This is before I did behind the scenes work and shit like that too. And on feature films, but she told me she's like in this business no matter what you do in the film industry if you feel like you want to quit or you think you're going to quit then just quit because it's not for you. So yeah. exactly, that's it. Like if you feel like you want to quit you and you're not going to do it anymore then you know it's not for you. Because it is. It's constant. It's a go 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 like attitude. Like you're constantly looking for that new job, you're constantly looking for anything, comics, yeah. film,
1: any of it, I mean, any, music anything. is you know, music's the same way. On the side, oh, I yeah. band, and and um, you know, it's not an original band. It's it's a it's a cover band, and and we play around Dallas or play around Texas and some Oklahoma and and Louisiana, some and,
0: very nice. Um,
1: but you know, it's the same thing. Like we, you know, there's days where you just don't want to get up on stage and sing. And you've been running, you know. Especially me doing comics, I've been drawing like crazy. And now we have a gig. It's Friday and Saturday, and and I'm going to be up until three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. By the time I get home, and you know, it's a hustle, but it's worth it. You know, for me, it's you know, with all the hustle and all the stress of deadlines and everything else, it's still worth it because I'm not sitting in a corporate office. I did corporate. Yeah. Oh, you know, when I was, ooh. I was looking for, you know, when I was trying to break into comics, I was, I was working a desk job and I was making decent money um poor no you know a guy that didn't have a college education and and i was making i was making good money but it wasn't for me you know now i get to be home and i get to see my kids when they get home from school and i get to you know i get to shit draw you know like draw spider-man or draw you know Ghost Rider yeah. for for a living like you really at the end of the day you can't bitch like no. it's 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 pretty rad
0: yeah, like come on, it's you're you're making fun for a living, and someone pays you for it. You know, <laughs> this is really right. what it is. Oh man, I mean, and you know, I any any artists out there, including yourself, Brent. Like, I just I give all the big power to because I feel like you guys are always hustling. And I don't, I I type words on a page, and people make it come to life. I don't know how the hell that happens, but like yeah. typing words out for me, like and creating a story, that's difficult. But I've always thought you guys are the magicians. Artists are. No I don't know, if, man,
1: writers. I, I did my first uh, my first Kickstarter book that I that I wrote and drew myself um, hey. back in April of last year, and that's another man Kickstarter. I didn't realize how uh, how tough that is. Like, oh, it's
2: brutal! It's brutal.
1: I'm going to be doing. I'm going to do another. You know, I'll I'll get to where I do do another uh, another chapter of that book, um, but I'm going to definitely hire a fulfillment center, like. I'm to the point where, like, I think I've got almost all the the orders out, but it's been over a year now, you know?
2: Oh, and no. Somebody and somebody
1: contacted me. He's like, hey, just get checking it up. And I was like, I could have sworn I've already sent this out, and either it didn't show up or I missed it somewhere in the spreadsheet, you know? Like, it's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm still trying to get like sketches done for them, you know, for people. Oh, and it's just like, fuck. you know, yeah. that's tough. But, it, but I wrote my first story and, and it's, uh, writing's not easy. I mean, it took me, It took me a year until I thought it was ready to do, you know, and I was running it past people and I was going to get, I was going to get co-writers and I talked to some of my buddies in the industry and, and, um, and finally, you know, they were like, well, you know, I just sent the script and they're like, yep, it's good. Do it. I was like, okay.
2: All right. (laughs) I mean,
0: I, maybe it's sacrilegious to say, and if it's a bad thing for me to say, I don't know. I feel like it's almost easier though, as an artist to pitch your work and portfolio than it is as a writer. I don't. I I think that's true, and some people got mad at me for saying that a while back. But I I don't know. To me, it kind of is because I got words on a page, and they got to take the time to read it, and it takes the time to look through it. Especially oh, in comics when I was I did a few different pitches before for portfolios, and oh boy, that was that was difficult. But then artists, it's easy easier in a way because you go snap, like look at these pictures here. You're able to see everything, and they see it brought to life. That just is oh, yeah, me. I, I mean.
1: No, I would agree. I would agree with you. It's definitely easier for us to, to get our work done, you know, cause for you, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like for a writer in comics. And I don't know exactly how this works because I've never had to pitch writing in comics, but yeah, we go, you know, if, if we're looking for work or, you know, especially trying to get in and, and, you know, I still do this, you know, if I finish a project, so you know, the the editors I work with at both Marvel and DC, they both know me. They both know my work. They both know what I'm capable of and what I can do. But every time I finish a project, I still send them, hey, you know, once I'm done with this one and then I'm reaching out to all my, my contacts, I'm like, okay, hey, you know, I just finished this book over wherever. Um, and, you know, I'm done uh, and available if, if you all have anything that pops open. And I still attach you know, a few pages to send over like a portfolio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But when I was breaking in, yeah, you stand in a line or you, you know, you go meet somebody and ask them to look at your stuff and they, they can just look at my stuff. Whereas yeah, a writer, it's almost like you have to get a comic published and then just drop it off and hopefully they read it on the plane home or, or have a minute, you know, at breakfast to sit there and read it and see what it's about.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And it's, i I don't know it's an interesting time though to be doing it because you know there's so many ways you can just email it. like you mentioned before though too like you don't have to go into the the com, com cons or anything like that anymore. Mm-hmm. you just do it online so i think You're that takes that, a yeah. little bit out of it yeah it's like when um i used to do auditions for acting and boy there was such a fucking relief when you would compared to going into a studio or going in somewhere and doing an audition in front of somebody in real-time person compared to just recording yourself world of difference oh world of difference so much easier just to do it online and, and put it in and oh um, like there was a netflix one i did i remember i did three auditions in a day two recording ones and then at the end of the day i had to go in to a studio and do one for a netflix movie that was going to star chadwick boseman in it boy i'd like even though i already did two in a day two separate different roles i went into the third one and i just like the nerves just kicked in that weren't there all day <laughs> because you're just yeah, like oh you're... man this is person like these producers are here this is not an email so click it and fucking send it in an email
1: yeah they're looking at you and you're gonna be yeah, able to read their faces and and you know or not read their faces which i don't even know is what what's what's worse you know
2: oh the know blank cold rather... stare
1: oh yeah just the just oh. you yeah, had the blank just look yep. at it and no emotion
0: yep and you give it all your hardest or you hand them something and they just look at it just blankly and like hmm shit. <laughs> Yeah. It's that whole moment, like, oh no, this ain't good. Ooh. I, I. Also, one of the things too in person, I, I remember this vaguely. Is like you go in and you hear everybody else do auditions, and then you also see how many other people you're fighting against. I hate that. I'd rather not know. I'd rather not know. There's like 50 other people like me that are doing this. Or
1: is it? Is it like the? Is it like the movies and stuff, or like on Friends when Joey would walk in and like he's. Auditioning for the Italian guy, and he thinks he has a perfect role, and he walks in. They're all dressed in black leather jackets, and they all yeah. take him.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you see a, a like on Twitter profile picture or anything like that, Brent. Um, medium sized average weight, Caucasian white guy with brown hair. There's a lot yeah. of us. <laughs> There's a bit of that. So like
1: the same. All in the same same color T-shirt. Absolutely. All, all have yep. new balances on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not new balance this is uh regular nike tennis shoes oh man yeah no that's yeah that was a absolutely it i don't miss those days whatsoever (laughs) oh man but uh yeah that's that it's a whole thing with it i think people who are listening like just need to know when you go into the hustle world you better be prepared because it will eat you up and spit you out but just be strong and i think you know what brenton is a good example i'm somewhat a good example if you power through and you hustle through and you do the right things
1: and you adapt yourself, it can work out in the end. Yeah. I mean, it, it to me, it really is worth it. And, and, you know, people ask me, I've had people ask me, Oh, you must be making a killing. Well, there were plenty. I mean, I make a living, you know, <laughs> Yeah. but you know, and, and I mean, some months are, are better than others, you know? Um, but, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not eating, uh, peanut butter toast three meals a day you know or ramen
0: Um, you know maybe for a big meal Eh.
1: yeah i'm not i'm not making you know i'm not eating yeah having to eat two bags of ramen you know to fill myself up like you know it's i make you know but there there was years where i mean i was struggling like when i was first Mm -hmm. breaking in or when i first broke in and was getting my work um getting professional work one it was it was small publisher work so it doesn't pay very much You know it doesn't pay the Mm -hmm. greatest page rate and uh so even if it was consistent you know i was not making a whole lot of money so you know it was a struggle and and i was just coming i mean especially those first couple years um or so when you know i was getting my first works um and that's what i was doing full-time because i had just gotten right when my first book came out i got laid off from the job i was at oh, no. it got bought out it got bought out it, got, it was it was privately owned and it got sold to a big corporation and they uh cleaned house uh-huh. um so i was coming you know i was coming down from making 75k a year to not making you know just making a fraction of that doing comics you know i mean i got laid off so i had unemployment for a little bit to kind of you know, cushion to the the blow, um, but I wasn't making very much, and you know. But for me, I know that this is like what I'm. This is what I'm supposed to do, you know. Mm. And, and what I do is I kick myself that I didn't start sooner, you know. I didn't mm. start earlier because when I was 18, you know, I quit drawing. I quit drawing in high school uh, just because I was afraid that you know people was going to think I was a nerd or chicks wouldn't dig me because you know I drew comic book characters. You That's know? pretty
0: normal though. That was that was the usual yeah. for everyone in <laughs> high school. I want to yeah. get laid. Comic books are getting laid. What are the two? Hmm. Yeah. Which am I going to choose?
1: <laughs> so I quit drawing and then, you know, I would doodle or or whatever. But I mean, um, I didn't really pick up a pencil again and get serious about drawing until, you know, 10 years later or mm-hmm. or you know 12 years later. And and uh and so, you know, I wish I would have started younger. I wish I would have kept going and, and started, you know, hitting the circuit and trying to break in at, you know, 18 or 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I didn't. But I think I was old enough uh, for me because when I was 18 and 19, all I wanted to do was work, make money, and hang out. You know, I tried going to college. wasn't for me. Like, you know, I, I scraped by the skin of my teeth in, in, in high school, not because I was stupid, just because I didn't care, you know, yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, so by the time I you know graduated high school and I was, quote unquote, an adult, I did. I just wanted to I wanted to hang out with my friends and kick it and meet girls and work. And, you know, and that's what I was doing. So um, I think for me waiting until I when I did now, you know, my head was more structured to be able to hustle and, and put it in the time. And and it was the the right time for me. But, you know, all that being said, like I'm I was I've never been happier in an industry you know than i am in comics and that's that's even on the 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 days you want to pull your hair out because you're you're sleep deprived from you know working 16 hours because you're on a tight deadline and you only got four hours of sleep the night before or you know trying to cram it all in because you got to take care of the kids but also get this thing done or you know early years where i wasn't making very much money at all you know those types of things um i can still not you know, the the idea there's one time where I thought I was going to have to go back and start looking for a, a real job and I just I would get sick to my stomach. And then all of a sudden something popped up, you know, um, which was like divine intervention. Like all of a sudden sudden I got work, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Um, but I think everybody, you know, I, me and me and Phil Hester used to talk about that, like uh, there was a time in his life, you know, and he's been doing this forever uh and and is consistently working and but there was a time in his life where he was literally looking through the want ads and um i believe he was looking through the want ads that's back when you know you didn't go to uh websites to for the younger listeners that's when you didn't have to look at we well, didn't go to websites for yeah. you actually looked through the newspaper and uh look to see who was hiring. And I'm realizing,
0: uh, so, yeah, that isn't actually a dated thing now, and that makes me sad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, oh, no. But he was he was looking through the newspaper circling jobs, and that's when Green Arrow came through, you know. Ooh. And um, I think that's the book. I think that's the thing, and that's when Green Arrow came through with it and the Kevin Smith deal, and then that's where it took off, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. and he had just done, you know, some good stuff on Swamp Thing and some other stuff and yeah, you know, I think a lot of artists. I, I'm not saying all of them, but there's you know there's times we all go through that. We like kind of question it. We're like, well, I guess we're at. that was a good run, and uh, and then all of a sudden it just kind of kicks off. So, but I've also been lucky to do other things too. You know, on down times I've been able to, um, you know, when when stuff was slow and 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 everybody was home and businesses weren't doing and and comics was slow for me. I was able to do. Uh, some storyboard work so i did that for samsung which you know um i could do at home and it paid well and it was uh you know it's kind of like comics you know
2: yeah uh, it yeah was, it,
1: was, it was similar to that and it was easy work and um so i got a chance to do that and then you know and i've i've built you know i've cultivated a lot of relationships where in this industry where you know like major x uh that, that thing I worked on, the X-Men deal I worked on at Marvel back in, I guess it was 2019. Um, You know, that's because I cultivated a relationship, a relationship with Rob, you know, and um, Rob Liefeld. And I, you know, I emailed him one day. I said, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm free because I just got done, I think, doing Titans or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, hey, I'm free if you, you know, you got anything or you hear of anything. And he was like, wait a minute and we did major X, you know and then cool. just recently uh he emailed me out of the blue and it wasn't comic related it was actually storyboard related because he has relationships all the places too and he said hey what are you doing And i literally just finished some uh i think i just wrapped ghostwriter and he was like what are you working on right now i was like nothing i like literally just finished a deadline and he was like well i got a friend that needs some storyboards for this thing uh for a you know tv plot pilot that he's trying to launch and i was like uh i was like okay so he put me in touch with him and 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 uh you know it's an actor we all know and mm-hmm. i was able to do some character design and storyboard stuff with him you know
2: very and cool so it's
1: it's 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 been great even through all the you know all the the roller coaster stuff that they can happen in the ups and downs it's man, it's drawing comics it's sitting here drawing and it's 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 you know I never thought that I'd be sitting on my patio having a FaceTime conversation with this actor talking about you know a TV you know TV pilot like yeah yeah uh, you know it's it's a it's an actor that I was watching when I was you know in high school you know and it's just like oh this is kind of weird and you know the, it was it's it's cool there's there's a whole lot of cool things to it so yeah it's pretty oh great. absolutely yeah and it, it's... with all the with all the hustle and 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 tough and and whatever it, it's definitely worth it absolutely
0: abs i mean if anybody listening to this is an aspiring comic book artist hell even writer or just creative like and they don't listen to you and don't get anything from that i can't fucking help them (laughs) you're away like come on like that's a beautiful story to hear like and it's it's the amount of people you meet the good people you meet just like you know you met rob and you met and you get to talk to an actor you know you you liked we're not going to go too much on that because i don't want to get you in trouble but you know it's the whole thing about you do it and when you do it and you're able to do the thing you love like who the hell knows what's going to happen especially in comics you never what i mean hell there are some people i got to meet when i was doing comics uh for a bit there too I'm trying to get back in but I'm not going to talk about that but um the there's a few projects in the works right now that i will get in trouble if i talk about but um the thing being, you know, I got to meet Greg Grumberg one day because of it. And in the film industry, too, I got to meet him. We started meeting there and then we met later on in life and he was on a podcast yeah. episode. And I'm like, fuck, I got to talk to Greg Grunberg Right? Now. Like, this is, this is pretty cool. You know, and it's this whole thing. Like, it, it's you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, when when you're in and you're working in it, like almost everybody's so chill and relaxed. And it's nice because, you know, you got creatives. We all want to help each other as creatives, I think. Yeah, at least 99 percent
1: of us do. You know, and, and it's cool. I mean, like the, the really close buddies that, you know, unfortunately, because of what we do, we're secluded mm-hmm. in our caves and we don't, you know, we don't see each other at the office every day. So it's it's nice when we, you know, we go to a convention and we do get to see our friends um, or we're busy so we don't talk as much as we'd like. But even now, like, you know, I'll send. I still send my work to, to a couple people and I'm like, tell me this is good. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. this is good, right? Like I should, I should not quit today, right? Like, and they're like, "Yes, yeah. it's good." Like, all right, good. I still got it. <laughs> it's okay, like, all good. right, thank you.
0: Yeah. Really oh, yeah. I mean, I would lie if I said I didn't do that already. Still, too. <laughs> 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 hey, does this look good? Can you read this? Is this is fine. <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, this is great." I was like, "Oh, I got it. I can still do it." Yeah. <laughs> so fuck yeah.
1: I just, I literally just did that. I mean, I just, I just got done drawing. Um, uh, I, I drew half of, or almost half. Of um of the new Spider Man book that just that's coming out. It's uh The Lost Hunt. So yeah, yeah. um uh, that I did the last or I did the second half of issue number two. And uh, like I got done and I turned it in and, and that editor's happy, you know what I mean? Like he's not telling me to revise this revise that. And he's happy, so I'm you know, that's good. But I I still I I texted Phil Hester yesterday. I threw all I took the pages and put them in a text message I like <laughs> I was like, "Tell me this is good." Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like "Of course." And I was like, "Okay,
2: just." All right, we're
0: good.
1: <laughs> the
0: <laughs> editor wasn't lying to me. All right, yeah. good.
1: <laughs> yeah. tell me it's good, because like, I know he's going to be like, because he's told me, you know, he's he's looked at stuff and he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "He goes, what were you doing on this page?" And I was like, oh, "He's like, yeah, but this looks all fucked off." <laughs> he's not being rude. He's just no. like, he's being honest. And uh, he was like, This is a home run page except he did that. He told me that on one page. He's like, This is a home run page except for this part right here. This character oh, no. looks goofy. Oh so, I,
2: was so... like, I was
1: like I was like Yeah, I know. Like I know it does. Like I just I had to turn it in. I couldn't get it right that day. But oh,
0: the worst one is when you turn it in and then all of a sudden, like like the whole thing, I mean, not just a little like one character. Like you turn it in, you're like, I feel good about this. No notes yet or anything. But you send it to a friend, and then all of a sudden they're like um, did you turn this in yet? Yeah, why? Oh, <laughs> so you might oh. you might not have done that.
1: Oh no. I uh, when I was working on Major X, um there was a big splash page at the end one at the end of one of the issues, like a cliffhanger splash page mm-hmm. where three of the characters teleport um, into like this big um, I don't I don't know what you would call it. it but it, where a bunch of dead sentinels are right so they're mm. just they're just powered down sentinels and they're giant compared to you know normal people right oh yeah and uh and i drew the page uh turned it in and uh i got no notes on it or anything and two days later i emailed him i said don't send that to the inker. i'm going to redraw it and i literally redrew it because i knew it wasn't good enough really like, but then like, no Man. notes nothing yeah, I mean, you know, Rob was, you know, uh, we didn't get any notes from editorial because it was Rob's project. Mm, um, okay. They kind of let, they kind of let Rob just do, um, kind of handle it. Mm. Um, I mean, they were there for editorial reasons, uh, but there was, you know, if there was any changes to be made, they were kind of letting Rob baby it. I mean, it's his baby, you know, they, yeah. they, um, so um everybody's like okay cool looks good and then i just i just knew it wasn't good like i knew it was trash and uh i literally i tore it up and i redrew the page and it turned out so much better yes. you know it just it was it was what it was supposed to be and uh i still think it could have been better but um <laughs> but yeah you know and me and rob talked about that one day over we were talking to somebody or about that and he was like oh me and Rob were uh together at a signing and, and this guy was we were both looking at this kid's portfolio and we were talking about that story. He was like yeah he's like he was like what well, he turned in was good but he knew that he could do better so he did and that's just nice. what you do sometimes.
0: Yeah yeah sometimes you know you gotta know when you gotta do a fresh clean slate. It's just like you know fuck yep. start over. Just yep. absolutely start over. I mean <laughs> kind of so similar to that i had the same thing i was working with because i do work with crocodiles and alligators as well at a sanctuary and i was right. rebuilding an exhibit and i was i put in a few hours at least on it right and doing all this jazz next and i'm looking at it like fuck it scrap it <laughs> do it all over again but that's like heavy lifting i'm screwing spin, we're building <laughs> designing <laughs> and shit like too and, like, and one of the guys the keepers comes over he's like what the hell are you doing i'm like, um, i didn't feel comfortable with that i gotta scrap it Okay. (laughs) You sure that's a lot of work? Like, yeah, it's fine. I'll gain some. It's exercise. Fuck (laughs) it. It's exercise. Oh man, well that's an exercise job, Brent. I'll tell you that for a fact. (laughs) That is definitely an exercise job. It's either there was a there was a quote the other day. I was telling my girlfriend about it, and I was like, you know what? We got to do exercise. I got to make sure I stay fit. Thinking like, you know, it just popped in my head. Got to stay fit so I don't get bit.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: for real. That's all... And I was like, that's going to be a t-shirt coming up here. Fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> so what uh, do you do with animal crimes? Like, what? Explain that to me.
0: Oh, that? Yeah, I'll be happy to. So I work with the Arizona Humane Society. So with that, entails I'm one of the e- EAMTs. So it's Emergency Animal Medical technician. So sometimes I have an undercover vehicle. Sometimes I have an animal ambulance. And we go out, and people have crimes reported. People will report what they see. We have... Um, abuse cases sometimes people email in videos work with five five different or no uh 12 different police departments maybe 13 at this point then we do we do co-oping for like cord cases animal cruelty stuff that's it's kind of hardcore yeah yeah, yeah. and then then i do the ambulance stuff too so if like someone shoots a dog or something like that i go out and i go on my ambulance do the medical take them to my hospital um or if like sick and injured strays sort of thing so loads of stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah Some hardcore okay. shit, but
1: <laughs> there used uh, to be a TV show about that. Oh man, it, it's,
0: it's Animal Cops Phoenix, time. actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is that exact job. Yes. <laughs> is,
1: okay.
0: I'll be honest. with It is that job, and I'll be honest with you too. The TV show is a little bit more censored than the normal everyday stuff I get to see. Oh really? Yeah. I oh, would, yeah. I
1: would assume so because it wasn't be on like network TV or something, or pretty Not, close to it. Yeah. Like basic, yeah. basic cable or something.
0: Animal Planet, I think it was, or something. Yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's a like if it ever goes to streaming, like if they want to make a comeback and it ever does, and it goes to streaming, oh man, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna people are gonna be like, how did you mentally survive? Ah, well, <laughs> we don't. Um, yeah.
1: I can only imagine with the, the stuff that y'all see. Like, oh. Yeah.
0: I mean it's entertaining though. It's fun it, you have your fun days, you have your good days, and I have my days where I'm like, you know what? I'm off of this job, I'm gonna go work on my crocodiles, and it's, that's my therapy is working with crocodiles who try to eat nice. Me.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I
0: don't, yeah. You so more power to you.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um but yeah. It's definitely an interesting job, said the least. Uh that's one where I'm like, you know what, I could write a damn good book <laughs> about all the stories. Mm-hmm. Maybe a comic one day, we'll see. Maybe. But um, we're nearing the end here, Brent Because I I know you're busy as hell, man And you're currently working while we're talking uh, Actually,
1: I'm not Actually, I, I finished that deadline yesterday And today is oh. my day off I am, oh, shit. I'm literally doing nothing Like, I need to go run an errand I need to get a part for my motorcycle And I need to uh, go to the grocery store and, and I got the kids off to school and Then I went back and took a nap And yeah, today I'm literally doing absolutely nothing Oh, well-earned <laughs>
0: rest, man Is what it sounds like Oh, man, that's well-earned Oh, uh, I was gonna say before I ask you this, I do gotta ask, what kind of bike you ride? Uh, it's a Harley. Harley, okay, oh, nice. A,
1: yeah, it's a. Hold on, I got a truck driving back. It's a Harley Davidson Street Glide. So uh, this would be my. This is my fourth bike, my third Harley. Um, so before this, I had a, I had a Fat Boy, uh, which is what Arnold rode in Terminator. Uh,
0: did that did that influence you at all In getting in that?
1: <laughs> uh, no, but then I found oh. out and it made it even cooler. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I had a fat boy that I that I had, uh, was able to do some stuff to, like uh, I put you know different wheels and rims and stuff on it and uh, handlebars and kind of tricked it out the way I wanted it to. And then nice. uh, and then recently I traded her in for this one. I'd always wanted something with saddlebags in it. Um uh, on it, and um And, yeah, she's pretty, but the the dealership made me an offer with my trade and everything that I really couldn't pass up, like mm. like one of those where they lower your interest rate and the payment roughly stays pretty much the same. I think it's like thirty dollars more. oh, and, oh and, yeah, <laughs> and you don't and you don't have to put any money down, oh, and, even better. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, I see. Uh, and yeah, so, and it's a newer bike, you know, it's a bigger motor, and and you know, so and plus it's i mean it's a street glide so now it's also got the radio which i'm loving uh you know i have bluetooth in my helmet so i'd listen to it that way but you know bluetooth is shoddy but yeah this one's got the stereo and it's got nav if i want it and so nice it's she's a and i and i ride a lot i ride a lot so um you know she's super comfortable so it's good so yeah that's one of my loves really guy yeah
0: nice I used to work on Harley's, believe it or not. As a kid, uh, my uncle would take me out, and I started working on Harleys when I was, I think, eight or nine. My uncle would take me out to his shop because he had a couple of them, and so we'd work on those. We'd work on dirt bikes, and man, I miss, I miss doing that stuff. I really do. He got rid of his bikes, and he's like, "Well, if you want to work on them, get your own." I'm like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I work with that. I work in a creative field and with animals, man. You think I'm gonna be able to get a bike? I gotta have a car." <laughs> yeah,
1: well. <laughs> <clears throat> motorcycles are, are love i mean i fell when i got my first one i fell in love with it and i went several years without one and i got one again uh, a few years back i got the fat boy a few years back again and i mean now i ride i ride a motorcycle club and so we ride nice. a lot and uh and yeah, i don't know how to work on it like my brothers they do they're mechanically inclined I oh okay
0: like, so you have a leeway like, in though <laughs> there you yeah.
1: go yeah like I, I am not mechanically inclined at all so it's like hey we got to fix this like you know, when we put the handle, we put new handlebars on it when I got it because I wanted uh, higher bars. And, uh, and, you know, it took three of us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know what to do You're I'm like, I didn't know that. how to ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now I know how to do handlebars, but they had to show me. But it's like, even on cars, man, I don't know how to change the oil in my car. I mean, oh, the yeah. way I know how to change the oil in my car is I take it to the with a jiffy lube across the street and i'll let them do it and i give, give them a
0: that's, it, that's fair yeah oil is a pain in the ass you know one wants to do it i mean well, yeah. well how about this though do you at least know how to change a tire
1: i can change my tires yeah all right good all right I you're can. good yeah i can at least do that i at least can do that but, you're uh, a
0: responsible adult brent
1: yes yes exactly and i know where the i know where the oil goes if i need to put it in there for some reason i know where the the windshield wiper fluid goes good uh, so I, you know i know those things
2: oh that's good <laughs>
0: You'd be, sh- I even like, I'll be honest, some other ambulance drivers, he's still, I, I question them. I really fucking do. Um, but, uh, speaking of that though, Brent, my good man, like I said, I don't want to take too much more of your time, especially if it's relaxed day. Hell, what is upcoming that you can talk about that you're like, Hey people, you know, I have children and a wife. I, uh, you come support me. What can they go check out? That's out now for you.
1: Yeah. So right now the, um, the next book that's, I have coming out is, um, is that Spider-Man Lost Hunt issue number two. So uh, I have worked on that. So that comes out in December, I believe. Uh, everything else right now, like I said, I just finished that deadline, so I don't know what's up for me yet. I've already, you know, I emailed all my editors yesterday, so I don't know what's coming up yet. Uh, but, um, you know, everything else is already out. You know, Flash, I did, I did Flash this year. I did that Deadly Green, uh, Dark Crisis Deadly Green book. I worked on Titans this year. I worked on, you know, I did, Go, worked on three issues of Ghost Rider this year. Um, I've kind of been all over the place, worked on Missing Something. Um, the trade for Wastelanders through Marvel just came out this year. Mm. So um, there's a lot of stuff out there. And, of course, you know, my Instagram is always a good place to 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 see what's what's doing and what's going. Um, and that's just Peoples Art on Instagram. So P-E-E-P-L-E-S-A-R-T. Um, so and then my website is just brentpeoples.com. Uh, right now, the site is down. We're having some technical issues with it, but it will be back up. But that's a place where people can buy art, um, you know, buy pages or or order commissions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then after that, I mean, right now it's just getting through the rest of the year, and then I'm going to start booking out my my appearances for next year. I only did I think one or two this year, and I think next year I want to travel more and uh, get back and and hit more conventions and and do some signings. I will be doing some signings. Uh, uh i will be doing a signing in i think grand rapids in november oh and then i'll be doing a signing in colorado in december uh, for the spider-man book um so you know i'll post those things up on you know like a flyer of some type on like instagram and stuff whenever i get all the, the final details uh, so I will have those two in-store signings. It's kind of like a mini tour, you know, one, one month and one the next month. And then, yeah, that's, that's really, that's what I've got right now. So but my work is, you know, all the work I've done this year is out there and on the shelves or should be able to get ordered through your local comic book shop or on Comixology. So
0: nice. Okay. Very nice. And yeah, that, I would definitely tell people go check it out. Go see what you, I mean, shit, you do so much work anyway. It's going to be tough not to bump into something that's not yours. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it feels like.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah the, oh yeah. I, I, I had you know worked on action, uh, issue of Action Comics this year, so it's it's been it's been crazy. It's been a lot of work, a lot of different titles this year. It's been good.
0: Good shit, man. Good. good shit. Well, is is there anything else you want to promote at all? Do you think or no?
1: Not really. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'll uh, if you're in the Dallas area, you know, I sing in a band called the Jukebox Heroes, and we don't do any foreigner. It's just a catchy name and uh but you know uh the uh, instagram for that is jukebox heroes dfw and uh you can see where we're playing there too and that way if you're ever in the dallas you know if anybody's ever in the dallas area you can see where we're playing and come check us out that'd be cool
0: nice Sorry. very nice all righty good man well i'll let you go enjoy the rest of your day and again thank you for taking the time and we did it it yeah, took us met. a little bit but we finally we did, did
1: the podcast we did it life got in the way and stuff got in the way but we finally got it
0: done ah you know in the great wise words life finds a way <laughs> yes it does <laughs> all,
1: all right, right well hey anytime you want me on man just let me know we'll figure it out
2: will do thank you you have a good uh break day man all right i will thank you Bye. All right, bye